Welcome to the Travel Pulse Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Bowman, the executive editor of TravelPulse.com. Today is Monday, May 24th, although I'm currently in Hawaii on the island of Maui in my luxurious villa here at the Whaler on Ka'anapali Beach, which means it's already Tuesday back in my hometown. Thankfully, it did not take long to adjust to the crazy time change here, six-hour time difference from where I live in Atlanta, Georgia, but um, I'm happy to be here and I'm excited for this show. We got a great one coming up. Um, As we always do, we'll talk what's trending in the travel industry, including updates on travel to Europe, Alaska cruising, and more. I'll also interview Teresa Van Grunen, Vice President Communications at Aqua Ashton Hospitality. We chat about travel to Hawaii and the beautiful properties here at Ka'anapali Beach Resort and much more. So travel to Hawaii is definitely picking back up. The flight out here was full. Um, The first place that we stayed at, Maui Ka'anapali Villas, was at 95% capacity already, and their bookings for this June are already better than their 2019 numbers. And at the Whaler here, they're around 80% capacity right now and should reach 90% capacity this summer. And all of this is with current restrictions in place. So if you're thinking of travel to Hawaii, you better book it now because places are filling up and demand will continue to rise once vaccinated travelers can bypass the required COVID-19 tests to enter, which we now know from Hawaii's governor that they're targeting July 4th for the vaccine exemption Uh, for mainlanders. Currently, that's only set up for inter-island travel to Hawaii, but this summer, it should be open up to everyone else, and um, they'll hopefully lift the mask mandate in June at some point is what they're initially targeting right now. So it was a long journey coming here from Atlanta, Georgia, but it's definitely worth it. I mean, you can read more about my flight experience in this week's Bowman's travel brief column, but the process here at the airport on Maui was super easy when we arrived. Like, some of the customs lines that I've been in airports around the world were like double the wait time that it took to show our safe travels documents to exit the airport here in Maui. Uh, we also showed a picture of our vaccine card to avoid having to take the additional COVID-19 test that is required upon arrival to Maui. So new requirements to enter here should not deter you from visiting at all. So we'll get more into Hawaii coming up later on in the show with the interview, but now as we do for every show, in case this is your first time listening, let's dive into what's been trending in the world of travel in the last week. We begin with major news out of Europe that dropped last week. The European Union approved the reopening of tourism to vaccinated travelers. Spain went ahead and set a reopen date for June 7th, which is right around the corner, folks. I mean, it's crazy to think that it's nearly June already. 2021 is flying by here, so... Um, Out in the UK, though, unfortunately, it's going to take some time for reopening, as officials say that the US-UK travel restrictions won't be lifted anytime soon. So a huge bummer for any of those folks out there that have been itching to visit England, Scotland, Wales, or Northern Ireland. You'll have to uh, look elsewhere in Europe if you want to venture out there, but there are plenty of other options. So while we'll have to wait to catch a flight to the UK again, flights to European Union member nations are certainly going to increase. Uh, Just be ready to prove that you are vaccinated if you want to travel to the EU bloc, though. If you are vaccinated, you now have a chance to win free flights for a year. Yep, that's right, free flights. Who wouldn't want that, right? (laughs) So United Airlines announced that it would give away free uh, free year of flights. Any new or existing Mileage Plus member who uploads their vaccination records to United's mobile app or website through June 22nd will be entered to win a round-trip flight for two to any destination served by the carrier in any class of service. The airline announced it would give away 30 pairs of tickets throughout June and five randomly selected lucky Mileage Plus members will be awarded 
the year of free flights on July 1st. The contest is open to any resident of the U.S. who is at least 18 years of age and is a Mileage Plus member. Speaking of flights increasing, air travel numbers are inching closer to 2019. TSA screened over 1.8 million passengers on Sunday, May 23rd. On that day in 2019, it was just over 2 million. So my end-of-year prediction in 2020 was that we would finally cross that 2 million mark of airline passengers in the U.S. over Memorial Day weekend, so that might actually come true. Uh, we will find out next week, so tune in next week to see where it's at. Um, speaking of Memorial Day weekend, it's coming up. If you have any big plans, let me know. Podcast at TravelPulse.com. I'd love to know where you're traveling at these days. Um, the top five travel destinations this year for the holiday weekend are Utah, Hawaii, Florida, Washington, D.C., and Las Vegas. So if you or anyone you know happen to be traveling to these places this coming weekend, be prepared for some big crowds. Things might feel weird at first if you haven't seen massive amounts of people all in one place in quite some time, but after the initial, whoa, this is a lot of people moment, you'll start to feel like pre-pandemic days, which I'm not going to lie, is a damn good feeling. Here in Hawaii, there is a mask mandate still going on, which is very different from um, where I live in Georgia and everything. And, you know, the crowds here are, you know, bigger than I expected. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but, you know, people are abiding by that mask mandate rule. Um, the workers here, everyone's super friendly about it. I mean, even this woman jumped into the elevator that I was in today and didn't have her mask on initially and was like very apologetic about it. Didn't really bother me that much, whether she did or didn't, but you know, that's the rule in place here. If you're inside the building, you've got to have it up. Um, restaurants are only 50% capacity here, but you know, it still kind of feels full around here. Um, so if you have travel plans coming up, be ready for some big crowds Memorial Day weekend. Over in the cruise news, Alaska cruising is coming back, my friends. On Monday, President Biden signed into law the bill that will allow the restart of large ships to cruise this summer to Alaska. The House passed the bill last Thursday, and the major cruise lines wasted no time in announcing their plans for sailing. You'll need to be vaccinated if you want to cruise to Alaska, though. Abbreviated cruise programs in Alaska have been scheduled by Norwegian Cruise Line, Royal Caribbean International, Holland America Line, Carnival Cruise Line, Princess Cruises, and Celebrity Cruises. So plenty of options out there. If you want to get out there, I, I really encourage you to use a travel advisor to help set up the best possible trip for you and your travel party and what you guys like to do and what you want to experience. Um, an advisor is really going to be able to help you out there, um, not just in cruising too, but in all your travel plans, especially for Hawaii as well, because there are a lot of restrictions in place and still going on, but uh, we'll get to more of that later. So uh, now we just really need ships to start sailing out of ports in Florida and Texas, and the cruise industry can really start its rebound then. So uh, Royal Caribbean did submit plans for test cruises to the CDC. The cruise line secured port agreements to conduct uh, simulated voyages. However, it did not say where. We're inching closer and closer to July, though, and after this Alaska news, plus the vaccinations numbers continue to rise, I'm feeling more and more confident that cruising will finally take place out of all U.S. ports this summer. So, fingers crossed there. That wraps up what's been trending in travel. Any additional thoughts, drop me an email, podcast at travelpulse.com. And now joining me on the podcast is Teresa Van Gurnen from Kalanopoli Beach Resort here. We're at the Whaler right now. And Teresa, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. 
Thank you, Eric. Yeah, um, so my title at Aqua Aston Hospitality is Vice President of Communications. And so I have a great job that I get to work with all of the amazing changes that are happening over the last year and, and meet um, media and share, you know, all the most up-to-date information. There have been a lot of changes over the last year throughout the entire world. And Hawaii especially, especially has had to undergo some changes and um just wanted to ask, what can travelers expect when visiting Hawaii this summer? Well, I mean, I think the number one thing is the iconic Maui experience, right? Amazing sunsets, beautiful nature, incredible, you know, blue ocean, um, but also some changes. I mean, I think everyone is ready to travel again, and we're definitely seeing that coming in um, through the business side. Uh, occupancy demand is a lot higher than anyone, I think, expected. So I'd say the number one thing to think about when planning a trip is to plan ahead um, all of the activities that you want to take advantage of or restaurants you might like to dine in or cars you might like to rent. All of those things are really important to book ahead and maybe even before you lock in your dates for your flight or your hotel. Definitely, yes. And that is why it's key to work with a travel advisor to help you be able to do all that. So um, the Hawaii Tourism Authority said that multiple efforts were underway before the pandemic hit to move Hawaii's visitor industry toward a model that gives back to the environment, culture and community uh, more than it takes. So how do you think the pandemic has impacted that movement? Well, I think the pandemic has actually accelerated all of the efforts that were already underway. Um, companies like Aqua Aston Hospitality have already been investing in ways to reduce our consumption, our energy usage, um, ways to reduce reliance on single-use plastic, uh, also looking at ways to support the local community with our purchasing and, and helping um, provide an authentic view of Hawaii's culture. So the Hawaii Tourism Authority has actually embraced this movement. There's a new campaign called Malama Hawaii, and you can go to their website, Go Hawaii, for more information about that. Um, but really trying to encourage our visitors to take advantage of some of the interesting and unique activities that will provide authentic cultural experiences and also a view on sustainability. That's great. And here, you know, at the Whalers part of Kaanapali Beach Resort, and earlier I stayed at Maui Kaanapali villas and both fantastic properties villas are obviously on the rise if you listen to last week's podcast we talked about that a little bit throughout um, all of travel really and especially Hawaii too so uh, just could you tell us a little bit about the history behind Kaanapali Beach Resort and how has it evolved over the years? Sure well the first resort was actually built here in 1962 the Sheraton followed closely by the Royal Lahaina Resort um, it's an amazing master plan destination resort. It's a three-mile stretch of golden sand, one of the top-rated beaches in the world. And during the past year, actually, half a billion dollars have gone into reinvestment in this community resort area to maintain their uh, customary high standards. So that's another thing that visitors can look forward to are really refreshed, revived, and renovated properties throughout the Kaanapali Beach Resort area. What would you say some of for for families uh, should look towards from around this property area, uh, families versus maybe millennials, um, which ones are they target? Well, I think what's unique about this area in particular is the repeat business that we see. Families come year after year and bring the next generation along. So we see a variety of travelers, whether it be first timers to Hawaii or couples or families taking even multi-gen travel together. Um, 
Because of the proliferation of condo resorts, in addition to your traditional hotel resort, we really have a multiple variety of accommodations and activities that suit all travelers. I would say that perhaps the price point here um, might lend towards the older, more affluent traveler. Um, but again, many of them do come with their families and their friends. And, and so that just brings in the next generation of loyal returnee guests. Yeah, there's a lot to do for all types of travelers around here, both on um, both sides of the Black Rock here, if you're familiar with um, this this region. And uh, there's there's golf. I went golfing this morning, which was a lot of fun. And I'm going to be parasailing tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to that. And we went to a luau last night, too. So there's a lot of stuff for a lot of people to do. So um, just bookings-wise, though, I mean, and we, we talked a little bit earlier, pent-up demand travel. You know, a lot of people are excited to get out and travel. People are vaccinated now, so they want to. Um, I know that Hawaii is going to be... Um, doing a vaccine exemption for uh, travelers later this summer, the governor said. He was targeting July 4th for that. So uh, how are bookings looking this summer um, and for the rest of 2021? Bookings are at a much higher pace than anyone forecasts. Multiple economic surveys and reports, you know, during the height of the pandemic pointed to a multiple year long recovery period. And that's just actually showing to not be true. And people are ready to travel now. Uh, I think the vaccine rollout has had a lot to do with it. And also the relaxing of a lot of the government regulations and restrictions and and even health and safety precautions that are making people feel more comfortable and more confident to travel. Um, here in Hawaii, we have had quite a lot of ev evolution in our safety precautions, and that's one thing I would caution any travel planner to work with their clients on making sure they have access to all the most recent information. HawaiiCOVID19.com is the official site for all the latest mandates. Um, for example, we do um, currently have a mask mandate here in Hawaii. We are the last state to have one. Um, so that may be changing soon along with the vaccination um, exemption from quarantine. So really do check a lot of that information out as, as things continue to evolve. Yes, it's, it's ever changing and hopefully, you know, this summer we can get past that and more people will come out and travel. Um, so any further advice you'd have for travel advisors in selling this region? Yes, there is actually a fantastic Maui Destination Specialist Program that the Maui Visitors and Convention Bureau has put together. So if you go to their website, it's a great place to start to know the island. And you can also work with our team at the Kaanapali Beach Resort Association. Um, lots of great information available on their website as well. But the most important thing is, you know, remember that Hawaii is a really safe destination for um, travelers of all ages. We have historically throughout the pandemic had one of the lowest incident rates of COVID in the country. So if you are thinking of traveling with your family or your children and they haven't had the opportunity to be vaccinated yet, Hawaii is a really good place. Um, we're also one of the first states that's probably going to achieve herd immunity. And um, I think that's something that a lot of travelers are going to re really be able to feel really comfortable and confident about making the choice to come to Hawaii for vacation. Great. Yeah. I've been Throughout the past year, I've been to Cancun, the Dominican Republic, a few different places in, in the state. So coming out here to Hawaii, you know, I wasn't worried about the whole travel process, but um, it just felt very seamless. The, going through the, the airport was also a breeze, um, showed proof of the vaccine card to be able to bypass that additional rule that Maui currently has about um, a secondary COVID test on arrival. 
which you know helps ease the mind of travelers too and and helps you know for, for maui to know that it's not necessarily tourists coming over that are, are bringing um, COVID cases up or, or anything like that. I think you mentioned yesterday it was around um, in the past few weeks, they've done like 8,000 tests and only like two came back positive, which is really remarkable too. So it's not really tourists going on there. So that I think those rules in place are really helping um, and helps tourists um, put their mind at ease. So um, you came over from Honolulu. So there's inner island travel is going, going on right now. So how was that process for you um, coming from, um, Honolulu here to Maui. It was very smooth. You do have to set aside a little bit of time to make sure that you navigate the Safe Travels Hawaii website. Um, you first have to set up an account, then you need to create a trip, um, and then you have the opportunity to upload your documents like your vaccine card, a simple picture from your iPhone or whatever type of phone you have is fine. Um, and then you fill out a health questionnaire 24 hours before your flight. And once that's complete, you receive a QR code. It is emailed to you. You'll have it ready on your smartphone. And really, that's all you need to be able to walk through. The security is, you know, the, your card with you is a good idea um, just in case. But your QR code and your ID. And it was very smooth. And it felt wonderful and empowering to be able to travel into island again and uh, not have to go through with the tests, um, which can be costly and inconvenient, not to mention uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. Definitely, yes. I've had a few COVID tests, and actually coming here was the first time I had to do a self-test, like through a drive-through, because Hawaii has uh, set up certain partners that they uh, partner with for the COVID test and everything. So I did one at Walgreens and had to uh, do it myself, which was um, really weird. Uh, but you had to, yeah, it's a, it's a totally different experience when you have to do it yourself if you haven't done it yet. Uh, hopefully you don't have to uh, in the future. So uh, thank you so much for joining the podcast here. Do you have any other uh, final closing thoughts on uh, Maui in this region? Well, I guess the last thing I would do is a uh, shameless plug for the Aston properties here uh, in this beautiful part of Maui. Um, condo accommodation is very popular for travelers, especially families or you know, anyone who wants to have the convenience of cooking at home, especially nowadays with the restaurant reservations becoming hard to come by, um, our restaurants are currently at 50% capacity, but airlines are not at 50% capacity. They're more like 100%. So it's creating a little bit of a um, challenging environment to be able to have the right vacation experience. So consider condos, plan ahead, and most importantly, enjoy your vacation that you've waited so long to have. I think it's a great time for everyone to, to feel positive and happy about, you know, moving forward and, and out of the pandemic. Thanks again to Teresa for joining me on the podcast today. If you'd like to be on a future podcast or you have any feedback or thoughts about the show today or travel in general, I'd love to hear from you. Podcast at TravelPulse.com. You know the email. Drop me a line. Love to hear from you. Thanks for listening, everyone, and have a great week. 